0: Like allow them to want what they want, not be it good, not be it bad, just allow them to want what they want, because I'm sure in your life, there's something that you've spent money on that somebody else would say, oh my God, I can't believe you spent money on that. Welcome back to the Jolly Good Day Show. Thank you for joining me. All right, rich woman, let's do this. Let's talk about kids and money. So I have a child myself. She does not understand language yet. (laughs) So uh, a little hard to do some teaching just yet, but it's something that I'm really intrigued about and really like curious and excited and all the feels on like, I'm excited for the opportunity and the moments that are gonna come as she gets older to see how she interacts with money, see how I can help her with money, all that goodness. So I'm really excited, but I just wanna say, you know, I don't have children who are of the age right now where they can really understand money and get it and all that kind of stuff. But I do have nieces and nephews um, where I try to pass along my best wisdom and knowledge. Um, But I just wanna kind of give that as a preface, like I don't personally have experience with my own child just yet. I'm sure I'll have more to say as Zoe gets older. But in the meantime, what I do want to say is this. Is that you can't screw it up. So straight out of the gate, let's just take off any fears. Because maybe your kids are grown up. Maybe they're in their 20s or their 30s or what have you. And you feel like, oh my God, I passed along such limitations around money. Like, oh, I totally screwed them up. (laughs) Like, oh God, I ruined them. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Because as we all know... Two people can experience the exact same thing and have two completely different interpretations, feelings, experiences of the exact same thing, right? So, for example, when I grew up, I can remember my parents sitting at the dining room table arguing and like such tension and stress about money about like their budget and they went over and why did you spend money on this and we don't we can't afford that and all sorts of things right and by the way my parents are amazing I love them so this is not to shit on them this is just what the experience was or at least my recollection of it as well my mom was a stay-at-home mom and my dad was and is an entrepreneur he was his entire life so it was on him, right, to make the money. He was the sole breadwinner in the family. He was the only one bringing in the money. And he, so he worked long days, you know, not that he had to, but he, you know, would get up at the crack of dawn, go to work, come home, have dinner, and then most evenings go back to work. Or it, w- it wasn't uncommon to see him working on the weekends, at the dining room table, that kind of thing. So it really instilled the you-have-to-work-really-hard to make money, like it's a hustle, it's a grind, it's stressful, all sorts of things. And I share these stories and these examples because I could have gone into money is stressful, oh my God, you gotta work so hard, it's, you know, you gotta budget, you gotta like penny pinch, all sorts of things. But instead, I decided I never wanna feel that. (laughs) Like I never wanna feel stressed about money. I never want to feel uh, stressed about work. I never want to be working like 16 hour days and, you know, have my health uh, be sacrificed for the sake of money and my work. So I went against it, right? I was like, I'm not doing that. So I built a career and a life and I feel like the resources came to me, the books, the coaches, the trainings came to me that I needed to support the belief of money gets to feel good. I give myself permission to be rich. I give myself permission to have time freedom. I give myself permission to love what I do, right? So I went the opposite direction of that. So that's why I say you can't screw up your kids, right? You can't, Yet, like, yes, maybe there's something you've said where you feel like it impacted them and, and you could, like, feel it or know it and you can see it happening in their life now, but the individual still has the power to change it. Next is... Share with your children what you wish your parents would have done. Not in a spiteful, revengeful, like way, but just simply, you know what? When I was growing up, I wish my parents had shared XYZ with me. I feel like it would help to open up about some of this stuff and not make money such a taboo, hush hush secretive topic that, you know, is hidden behind closet doors, right? So open up as best you can, and as willingly as you like, about some of the things that you wish your parents had taught you growing up, right? So maybe you do want to, like, share with them, all right, like, this is a credit card, you know, mommy's gonna put the groceries on the credit card today, and I, you know, I have to pay this back because I've I've literally had clients who knew nothing about credit cards. And when they got their first credit card, literally just thought like, all right, you just like, this is like kind of like free money. I just get to use this money and I pay it back whenever I want. Like they didn't know about interest rates and that you basically have like 30 days to pay it back. Like they didn't know any of that stuff. So their credit got like went down to the gutter. They collected interest, you know, their parents were upset with them, all sorts of things happened because they just didn't know any better. So simple things like that. It doesn't, like you don't need to teach them accounting 101 overnight, but just little foundational fundamental things that can really help them and not have money be such a scary behemoth of a thing. And then last but not least, let's talk about money beliefs and how we can share empowering ones with our children. So this is not to say you're going to get this perfect and it's simply bringing awareness to it and doing your best is noticing where you're placing judgment on things and money. And by that, I mean saying things like, Oh, that's too expensive. Or I can remember as a child, um, my parents placing judgment on things that were, really expensive or rich or like to give you an example if we're on vacation and pass by like a huge mansion or something they'd be like oh my god like wonder what they do or like geez like must be nice or you know like just these like comments that made me feel separate from it made me feel like that wasn't my world or it was ever going to be my world and almost this feeling like these people had done something bad to get that wealth right and that's not to say that there aren't bad people out there who are very wealthy like yeah we all know that there's you know some sketchy folks out there doing some shady things to make money but let's assume that we're all good people here you know so just be mindful of where you are saying things that could Give the impression that there's something wrong with this or something bad with it or it's separate from their reality, that kind of thing. So be mindful of where you're placing a lot of emphasis on that. So maybe your child is in a store and they want, I don't know, a truck or something like that and it's like $80 or $100 or something like that and you're just like, oh my God, we can't get that. That's too expensive. Like that's ridiculous, you know, is that might be how you feel and like that's all good. And let's share it in a different way where it's just simply something like, you know, that's mommy came here today to buy X, Y, Z. And, you know, if you really want that truck, we'll save up for it. Or, you know, like allow them to want what they want, not be it good, not be it bad, just allow them to want what they want, because I'm sure in your life, there's something that you've spent money on that somebody else would say, oh my God, I can't believe you spent money on that. Or isn't that a bit expensive or that's too much, right? Like who's to say what is too much or what is too little. So start to teach the child if you really want that, sure, you can have that. And here's how we're going to save for it. Or maybe, you know, we'll ask your grandparents and your aunt, you know, if they want to go in together on that for a Christmas gift or like, you know, bring some empowerment behind it versus just shutting it down with limitation, right? We can't have that or I can't afford that or... What do you think, we're just made of money? Like, what do you think, Bunny grows on trees? A classic that I'm sure we all heard growing up. So bring some empowerment to it versus just kind of like the feeling like a slap on the wrist type thing. Because I remember as a child, oh my God, all I wanted, not all I wanted, but oh, I so badly wanted two things. One, a backyard pool. I can understand now why my parents wouldn't do that. And two, I so badly wanted a trampoline, right? And I actually saved up my money. I had enough money to buy a trampoline. My parents would not let me buy it. I don't know why. It was just, you know, quite simply just shut down. Like, no, you're not getting that, right? So in that case, it would have been helpful for them to explain, like, we don't have enough room in the backyard for that. That's going to take up too much space. It's going to ruin the grass beneath it. We think it's too dangerous. You need to wait until you're 14 or, you know, like some sort of explanation or conversation around it instead of just, no, you can't get that you can't buy that right so that's what I'll share for now and I'm sure there's a million other topics that we could go into on you know kids and money and how to empower them and all that goodness but we'll just start here and I'm sure as the years go on I'll have more to share I'll have more experience with it all that goodness but let's just just start there for now so I hope this helped you I hope you enjoyed as always follow me on instagram at emilyking.ca Get some freebies on my website, amlaking.ca. Thank you so much for joining. Share this out with your friends if you enjoyed it. And we'll see you again.